good morning. So just working a wee bit about our on our downloadable guide on how you can tell if you've got an employment claim. And it occurs to me how important it is that people understand um, the tests, I guess, that an employment tribunal would consider for fear um, or unfair dismissal. Um, and the two tests that they really do look at is the fair process, the process that's laid down by the employer, normally within their contract or um, the, the handbook that accompanies the employment documentation. So one of the key aspects will be whether the employer has said what it's going to do. And then the other, um, you know, if these documentation pieces don't, don't exist, which can often be the case, um, the tribunal would look at and always refer to the ACAS code of practice. And in fact, an employer is incentivized to ensure that they follow this as a, a bare minimum and failure to do so could result in any award um, being increased by 25% in the event the claim was found against the employer's conduct um, and it was a considered an unfair dismissal. Um, and my recommendation in the guide is really as an employee who has a sense of unfairness as they are reflecting on what's happened to them, um, that you do quite closely understand and familiarise yourself with your company or organisation's disciplinary procedure and go through it point by point and tick off the aspects that they have done and completed and, and absolutely um, adhered to. So whether that be writing to you 40 hours in advance and giving you the right to be accompanied, um, the fair and impartial investigation, um, having the right to bring a companion. Normally a disciplinary procedure is quite um, detailed um, and does talk about, you know, fair, being fair and, and, and applying justice, applying confidentiality allowing you to bring any witnesses, allowing you to um, counter any evidence um, in a fair manner, making sure that it outlines at what stage of the procedure and the appeal procedure, who will do what um, in terms of management levels. So it's also worth um, cross-referencing that as a reflection, if you have gone and endured a disciplinary process to and are considering whether you progress to an employment tribunal, this can give you a bit of a rational sense check on um, if you should pursue it and if the process as a first test was correct. Try and take the emotion out of that. It's very difficult, I fully understand, especially if you've been dismissed. And another hint might be you might be dismissed for a non-conduct issue. It might be for a capability issue. And you can do the sim similar or and or same process that I've recommended there with the capability procedure and go through cross-reference tick what the company has said that they will do. And you might be looking at the long-term sickness absence procedure uh, in conjunction with any capability procedure. At the end of the day, if once you've done this cross-checking, you might still have a feeling of or sense that something's wrong. Um, you might specifically feel that you know that you have the sense that the process was rushed, um, it was incomplete, there was 
points that you made and asked for um, further clarification, which would have fundamentally changed the outcome. And most importantly, you still might feel that the outcome was preconceived or prejudged. Um, and it's quite important to find any evidence or any um, conversations in, in the notes or pre-hearings um, that might indicate that the company had already taken a decision prior to your disciplinary or capability hearing. The second test um, that an employment tribunal will be looking at in terms of an unfair dismissal is that reasonableness of the sanction and the decision that was made against you. So what does that include? Well, an employer is required to make kind of be fair and reasonable in its decision making and take any mitigation into consideration. Um, really, they should be listening to your um, your explanations as a first instance, really deep dive into them. They should be looking at um, your length of service, um, the type of offence and what that how that applies to the role that you did, um, any expressions you've made of remorse or wrongdoing, um, and a any kind of learning almost that you can indicate. So it, it is um, from the employer's decision-making and sanction to, to really think about this in, in completeness. Um, sure, the disciplinary policy and procedure will list a number of offences and list them as um, categories of gross misconduct or serious misconduct um, or minor misconduct. Um, that does not normally prevent an employer escalating a minor issue of misconduct to a more serious uh, and, and vice versa. Um, and uh, the other consideration an employer might have to make is um, uh, if, if you've been involved with other people in misconduct, um, just because one person has been dismissed does not necessarily mean that another person has been dismissed, has to be made, it has to be dismissed. It could be considered um, that um, there was less involvement or the length of service um, and the first offence might mean that in, uh, the trust and confidence of one individual has not been breached and requiring a dismissal while another um, conversely might have been. So I hope this has been helpful in just helping you weigh up how decisions are made um, and how decisions should be made um, in an employment tribunal on the fairness of any dismissal. If you do need further help um, and have some questions around a termination or dismissal, please get in contact us with us at hr hrsolver.co.uk will be helpful delighted to answer your questions um, and hopefully not be as tongue-tied as I am this morning um, have a great day